Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Hangouts and Headlines, November 4th, 2022. More importantly than the date, it's Friday, folks, so that means it's casual here. There was a comment, I believe it was last week, that I saw that asked the question, casual Friday, what's he going to do, come in wearing a bathrobe? And I liked it. That's why I'm sharing it with you right now, which is pretty funny. No, I don't really change my dress that much. We change our topics, uh, but he's right or she's right. Whoever left that comment is right. I'm not really in the business of wearing suits or fancy outerwear for the most part. That's why I left big law entirely. No, also not true, but we're having fun, aren't we? How is everybody doing this morning? Where are you hanging out from? Are you ready to learn about cornhole? That great, I think mostly Midwestern pastime. If you've ever been to a tailgate at a college football game, you've probably seen this game played. And the Wall Street Journal has an article about it, which I thought was just funny enough that we would use it as our casual Friday jumping off point. But like all casual Fridays, we're here to talk about whatever it is that you all like. What are you guys doing this morning? What are you going to do today? What have you been enjoying this week or not enjoying so much? What trials and tribulations have you had at work? Have you finished the writing that you're supposed to do for National Writing Month if you're trying to work on a novel here in November? What do you all have going on? Janice says, what's the most important message this morning? T-G-I-F. And I'm very happy that it is because we've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about fun stuff here in the Hangouts portion. And most importantly, we're almost at the weekend, folks. And that is always a good feeling. Just a mom. Good morning, representing from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Well, good morning, Just a mom. I think it's awesome that you're here with us. TGIF, everyone, says Powerpuff 14, Powerpuff 4. Uh, TGIF, everyone, found out biopsy results today after surgery last week. Ready for a distraction today. Oh, my goodness. Yes, you need that distraction. I hope everything goes as well as it possibly could from those test results. But let's let's give you that distraction this morning, definitely. Rabbit says, good morning from Kansas. Good morning, Kansas. A little bit earlier for you right now. Ah, and it'll be earlier still when we fall back in our clocks. Kelly Clancy, pretty popular in the South. Cornhole. Okay, fantastic. Not just a Midwestern pastime. When so many people saw this headline, came to me either in DMs or comments, be like, what the heck is that? I, uh, I thought that was pretty funny because I, I really didn't know that a number of people would be like, uh, what is that, Rick? And then just sending me clips of Beavis and Butthead from the 90s. So we got that going for us on Casual Friday. Becca says, good morning from North Dakota. My newest member of the family, a 10-week-old kitten, Figaro, has joined in on the fun. Well, hello, Figaro. Good morning, and I hope you enjoy Hangouts and Headlines today. I am told from folks put it, putting it on Twitter, I think mostly, uh, that my voice is used to signal to some cats, at least, uh, that it's almost feeding time. So that's that's fun as well. Spooky Wife says, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Spooky Wife. Why is Easter us so early? Why is the Easter us so early? The Eastern U.S. <laughs> Easter us. I was like, well, hmm, this sounds like a theological conversation. Let's talk about Easter us. Uh, Eastern U.S., why is it so early? I think every time zone is basically its own hour. So it really just depends on when I'm broadcasting. If I were broadcasting this 12 hours from now, you wouldn't think that it's so early. But but as I've talked about before, this time frame I love. I love to do the morning energy kind of stuff. This is what I used to love when I was driving into work and commutes. Uh, and also it's the time that fills in best for getting other stuff done, right? So I'm still a practicing lawyer. Hogue Law is still a working law firm. We still have clients that need things and documents to be drafted. Uh, and so... A 7.32 at kind of the outside end, 9.30 possibility is what works the best for making sure I can keep the firm up and the lights on. And honestly, the family fed, it's pretty important uh, to keep them with food. They need it like every day, every day. B says, good morning from Alabama's Gulf Coast. So sleepy today. Sleepy emoji, yawn emoji. I hear that. Hopefully we can give you some energy on Hangouts and Headlines. It is the end of the week, I will admit. I've built up a certain amount of sleep debt uh, that seemingly I can never pay off because I'm streaming almost every morning of the week. But I can appreciate you being sleepy. Hopefully we can help you wake up in a kind of smooth pace. I can go full ASMR. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Hangouts and Headlines. Hopefully this is going to help you get awakened today, November 4th, 2022. Good morning. Uh, Matilda has good afternoon from the Netherlands and a wave. Hey, hi, Matilda. Good morning, Netherlands. Having some fun this morning already. Jalair, 
Hopefully I didn't screw that pronunciation up. Good morning. Catching the beginning of the live because baby and three are already awake. Tuning in from Utah. Uh, God love you. I'm sorry that you've been awakened by kids. Kiddos do that. Uh, I'm glad I could be here with you. And thank you for coming in this morning. Absolutely. Callista, morning from Maryland, playing Harvestella before work. All right. You have to give me the update on whether it's any good or not. I was really somewhat put off by the fact that there were absolutely no reviews of Harvestella. I don't know why that is. I would love to know what Square Enix's plans for that game are. Uh, but I do like that Square Enix is out there putting out a number of kind of weird, smaller games. I, I really enjoy that about them. And I've really loved Dio Field Chronicle from early October. Might have been late September. Uh, I highly recommend that one if you like tactical strategy at all. Laura says, good morning from Vermont with a leaf emoji. Good morning, Vermont. I bet the leaves are pretty there. Getting ready to go back home to Wisconsin for a wedding, says Janice. Fair enough. Have a good trip. Wisconsin is a lovely state. Have family living there. Akaruki, I welcome the weekend from Melbourne. If I recall correctly, Akaruki, you are one of the people that was doing the National Writing Month test. You you staying on pace. We're four days in. That's what? You're supposed to be at like 8,000 words. We are wishing you the best of luck here uh, in Hangouts and Headlines of getting that done. Aussie says, hey, Hogue and Mrs. Hogue, how are you? It's night here, so I'm just listening to you, drinking tea, koala bear, and two kangaroos. I'd like to think that Aussie Chris can see a koala bear and two kangaroos out their window. Uh, I'm doing well. You know, I am really excited about it being Friday. Uh, we've done a lot this week. We've gotten through a lot. It's always it's always a lot of work and a lot of fun here at Hogue Law, uh, and I'm always kind of happy uh, and grateful to see the weekend and be ready for, as you know, my Michigan football team to play on Saturdays. We haven't had to go through a loss yet. Uh, and if we do, that'll be a fun, that'll be a fun stream on Monday. <laughs> uh, but I think we're doing pretty well. Uh, very well indeed. Thank you for asking. Gina says, good morning, everyone from Boca Raton, Florida. Amazing blue emojis. I love it, Gina. Thank you so much. T-H-I-F. Thank Hogue, it's Friday. I don't make Fridays. I don't make Fridays, but I do experience them and love them. Uh, but thank you. I like that. T-H-I-F. <laughs> uh, Sherry, good morning from Western Minnesota with a coffee emoji. Good morning, Western Minnesota. I hope that coffee is delicious. Ah, L. Foster, good morning. Happy Friday. Happy face emoji. This is what I like to see from this community, this kind of energy. We're ready to go. It's Friday. We're happy about it. We got a little bit of sleepiness in there, but we're otherwise having a good time. Laura says, morning from Pflugerville. Awesome, Laura. Good morning to you. Francie Lou Who. Good morning, Hogue. Been a busy week. I'm ready for the weekend. I hear that. I'm glad that you are starting the weekend, getting prepped for the weekend, wherever your time zone might be with us here. SB in Tennessee says it's going to be a beautiful sunrise over the mountains in eastern Tennessee this a.m. Sky is already getting that pink orange hue. Sounds nice. Sounds nice. It's it's cold and dreary here in Michigan. Um, you're going to hear that a lot from me. We haven't gone through a winter together in this live streaming format, but I'm often going to say it's cold and dreary here because it will often be. <laughs> I'm not the best sales pitch for Michigan as much as I love my state. Uh, the winters are uh, are tough, but that sounds like a wonderful sunrise, and I wish I could be watching it with you. Michelle, hi from New Zealand. Hi, Michelle, and good morning, New Zealand, or good evening, New Zealand, I guess. It was more likely. Leafy Vivi Foo, morning from the sunny and blue-skied Isle of Wight. United Kingdom. I love that. I love the name of the Isle of Wight. Sounds like a Dungeons and Dragons thing, right? Doesn't it sound like Lawyers and Dragons should be visiting the Isle of Wight? Kadar, I made a breakthrough this morning for my Nano project, so I'm excited. That's your national novel project. And for anyone wondering, uh, NaNoWriMo, National Writing Month, uh, is 30 days, 50,000 words, 1,667 words per day every November. Go for it, Kadar. We are all rooting for you. We want updates as the month goes on, because we believe in you, we're backing you up. That sounds like a hard thing to do, but a fulfilling thing to do. So everybody that is participating in that, let me know. I'd love to hear updates on that. That is really, really cool stuff that you are doing. Uh, Wisconsin Knitter says, I missed most of this week. My dad passed away. I'm so sorry, Wisconsin Knitter. I really, really am. I'm hoping that a story on cornhole cheating will be good for a few laughs. I'm pretty sure I can guarantee those. You know me, lawyers don't like to guarantee but the Wall Street Journal of all places is covering kind of weird stuff, uh, which I like for these casual Fridays from time to time. And 
one of the things we can analyze from a headlines perspective is they basically report on it neutrally, but so neutrally in certain respects that it takes on a parody kind of aspect, right? You can imagine these kinds of things. If you're thinking about like a Saturday Night Live skit uh, or something along those lines where you just take something silly and you treat it like super seriously, uh, the Wall Street Journal article kind of has that effect where it's just like tongue fully in cheek, like almost piercing through the cheek as they report on this stuff. That Sarah says we call it cornhole in California too. Okay, it's national, folks. It's national. I have heard some regions refer to it as bags, but I don't know what regions that is. Uh, yeah, I think we often call it beanbag toss. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, I have pulled up, of course, the unimpeachable internet resource Wikipedia so that we can give you some pictures of what cornhole looks like uh, so that you better know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's tossing beanbags at holes. If you're familiar with like the old Bozo the Clown tossing ping pong balls in buckets concept, uh, it is very similar to that. And yes, I aged myself incredibly there. And yet, Bozo the Clown was awesome. I think I, you know, I don't, I don't know if anything that ever happened in terms of scandal with Bozo or cheating or that pinball or, or that uh, ping pong ball thing. Uh, but I hope not. Don't bring those stories. I don't want to. I don't want to have my my view of Bozo the Clown ruined. Rusty Robot says, "Morning, Rick. Sorry for derailing slightly. There are no derails in Casual Friday." You could ask me anything from movies to TV to books to mathematical equations. Don't ask those. You'll be very disappointed in me. Uh, and it's all good uh, today, especially. Regarding 12 Monkeys the other day, laughing emoji. Given Casual Friday, though, I can wholeheartedly recommend it. Oh, I see. You're saying you derailed on a other day. Still okay. Hangouts are for hanging out. Great fun story and fantastic acting from Emily Hampshire. Okay. Like I said, I've watched the first two episodes. I don't recall disliking them. Just got distracted by another shiny. Uh, on the TV landscape. So I will keep that in mind. Uh, and I'm I'm actually in the market for looking for a long form something. So let me ask you this, Rusty Robots. Does it have an ending? This is what I always ask about long form serial TV. Does it have an ending? It doesn't have to be like the perfectest ending in the world, but does it actually go through the steps of having some kind of finish? Crazy Cat Queen says, I just purchased my first cornhole set. I'm 55, but thinking I might practice to see if I can go pro. Why not? I've only played five times, but I wiped the floor with my opponents just like I did with beer pong. It's funny. Beer pong was going to be my example of how ridiculous this is for people that don't have a kind of reference is that there's a professional cornhole league would be the equivalent of professional beer pong. Uh, so, yes, you nailed it with that comparison there. Crazy cat queen. You definitely, definitely did. That Sarah says I steal back a couple hours from my sleep dead on Wednesday mornings. I should. I think everybody knows by now that my weekend Wednesdays are an illusion. First of all, I'm definitely practicing law on those days. Second of all, I'm still making videos. I'm still doing things. It's it's just a matter of the five days in a row or really realistically seven days in a row, which is infinite days in a row of morning streaming broadcasts. I had to break up somehow and thus weekend Wednesdays were born. Uh, but yes, I should catch up on my sleep dead on Wednesdays a little bit more. Uh, definitely. Oh, we got a super chat. The Don designs very generous of you. Thank you for the super chat and support of the channel, everybody. And while I'm mentioning that if you could like, and subscribe, do all those fun things. That is very helpful for YouTube to know that we're here. The Don designs show some love for your favorite law tuber. It's love your lawyer day. You know, I said this to my wife. I saw this on Twitter. Hashtag love your lawyer. First of all, I don't, I don't believe this is a real day. I have a feeling that some big law firm at some point came up with this thing. And I, I say this to my wife, I say this to co-counsel and she's like, that's not a thing. Is, she literally has a lawyer to love and she says it's not a thing, but, but Hey, if it's on social media, it can be a thing. And I am told that it is in fact, love your lawyer day. So important disclaimer, not your lawyer. Uh, we have that on the uh, virtual realities in the descriptions and things, but I get the sentiment. Thank you so much to Don designs. I appreciate it. Uh, and I'll try not to lawyer too much of these kind words and super chats and things like that. Oh my goodness. B, but Hoagie Make Friday's awesome, just like any other day we have hangouts and headlines. You are so nice, B. Winky emoji, thank you so much. I certainly try. We have a lot of fun here. We talk about important stuff. This has been a great week for hangouts and headlines. I've been really proud of this stuff this week. We had a fantastic conversation about the education system. We had a fantastic conversation about opioids. This is going to be a fun place, maybe not in terms of the subject matter being fun, but a fun place to actually have reasoned discourse and have these conversations with a great community of people that can disagree and not attack each other. I'm loving this and not just in a McDonald's kind of way. 
so I'm really happy about it. Hogue, is Ian going to return tomorrow? I'm really looking forward to L&D. Yes, I think so. Uh, I know Ian's on the upswing, but he is not right uh, yet. Uh, last I had talked to him, he was still planning on doing his charity stream for 24 straight hours tomorrow, of which I would be a part. I would I would be popping in, and he would restream Lawyers and Dragons on his channel to keep the 24 hours cycle going. But he might ch have changed that by now. I haven't checked in with him yet uh, this morning because he is out west. Uh, so I don't I don't ping Ian right when I wake up and before hangouts and headlines. So I will ask him. Um, and then <clears throat> depending on a whole host of things that are going on behind the scenes that you don't need to worry about, I will get up a placeholder for uh, Lawyers and Dragons, hopefully with a time. Now, it won't be 10 a.m. tomorrow. I know that already because we have a conflict, uh, but it should go up as soon as I get that kind of uh, nailed down. Uh, it's always a little bit of wrangling cats uh, with the lawyers. They're all very busy, and I'm always very, very thankful that they make themselves available for all of this. Uh, but it does mean that we have to kind of move things around from time to time. And as we head into the winter, it might get a little worse. So it's one of the reasons we're trying to get into Act 3 and kind of finish up uh, Season 1 in the near term is because we know everybody's everybody's got holiday season stuff coming up, travel or otherwise, end of year even for transactions, if you're a transaction lawyer, uh, and maybe you are. Uh, and I think that we should be having an episode. Do we know when it'll be? Asks Kelly Marie. I unfortunately don't. I suspect it will be later than 10 a.m. So I have to get that nailed down. Uh, but I think it will be later. Maybe a couple hours would be my guess. Um, and then and then we'll have that show. But we will see. We will see. All right. Let's see what else we've got here in the chat, what everybody's doing. Uh, I was on a Bozo the Clown show in Maryland in the 70s. All right. People got the reference. And not only did they get the reference, they were on the show. It's just so funny, right? Because you could see my instant reaction of saying I, I love Bozo the Clown and being like, I don't know. It was decades ago. I hope there wasn't a scandal. <laughs> I hope there wasn't some kind of thing that happened that I don't know about uh, after the fact. But I, I used to love Bozo. I remember Bozo. I'm way I'm way older than you, Hoglaw. I watched I watched Bozo. I think it was on the Bozo version I watched. I think it was on like WGN, like Chicago TV. And I used to love that, throwing throwing balls in little buckets. I mean, I, I used to love that. <laughs> uh, save me, Hoglaw. Save me, chat. Was heading up to see my mom who just had a hand operation. Car battery, totally dead. Going to be one of those days. Oh, my goodness. Sad emoji. I tell you what, tech trouble, of which I put car trouble into the bucket, is one of the things that makes me the most irritated. Uh, it's just seemingly so outside your control, and it's just like a pulling one of those Monopoly cards and says, you're having a bad day. And I don't, I don't much care for it. Many thoughts to you, Aaron. I hope you do uh, get that car problem solved and uh, make it to your mom's house. And I'm very sorry to hear uh, she had an operation, but hopefully she's doing okay. Hogue is moving his head too much to see closely. I don't know the context of this comment, but I'm curious. Now I'm just going to bob my head more. If you ever watch me on 1.75x or 2x, you're catching up either on a stream or just watching in replay crew. One of the things I notice, because I, I edit, I go through the chats, I try to make sure I know what's going on uh, everywhere, is that I do have kind of a in a car type thing, especially if you speed me up. So it's just me. Brains. Oh, yeah, it is, it is a brain hat. That's what you're looking at. It's definitely a brain hat. Hogue, it's not a thing until it is. I like that, actually. That's a, That's an interesting kind of philosophical point. Roger Agnew, wait, there is a professional cornhole? It was news to me too, Roger. Are there sponsors? There sure are. Do they wear them like NASCAR? They do. We've got pictures. I have questions. I've got answers. Hang out for headlines uh, in just a few minutes. Uh, Mrs. Hoglaw says, I also have a Celebrate Every Day calendar, and it is not on there, but thanks for throwing me under the bus. There is no bus here. There is no bus. Everybody knows that I adore you, co-counsel. And that I can't do any of this without you. But I did actually properly, realistically portray the conversation we had before this episode. Did I not? Hey, it's Love Your Lawyer Day. That's not a thing. That was the dialogue. <laughs> B. Thomas says, since I have to be up for a, prep, a medical procedure, this is a lovely way to pass the time. Fantastic. I am happy to hear it. That's the idea, right? Is that we can have these fun conversations with each other. Casual Friday, professional cornhole, talking about co-counsel, 
not being happy with the way I described our previous conversation exactly correctly. Uh, that's the fun we can expect. Mornings like this one. Sue Lillard, good morning. You all are coming along with me on the ride to Cincinnati, TGIF. Well, good luck on that ride to Cincinnati. Travel is fun, and I'm glad we can be broadcasting live on the road to Cincinnati. Maybe one day I'll do an entire Hangouts and Headlines, probably a casual Friday in my good morning, wake up, wake up, wake up voice, because I love doing that. And everybody else hates anytime I do a voice in Hogue House. <sighs> Just came in after lunch, says Mr. Waffles. Here in Germany, catching up in two times speed. So I'm bobbing my head. Bobbing my head. Happy face emoji. We'll see you all live in like 15 minutes. Wave. So this was about four minutes ago. We'll see you in 10, Mr. Waffles. Absolutely. I showed my love for my favorite lawyers already on Twitter. Teethy grin emoji, but here's a little more. Look at all these hearts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Lawyer math. Counting. Nine heart emojis. Thank you, Astrid. That is very lovely of you. Hangouts and headlines is the favorite part of my day, says Deidre. That is very nice. Looking forward to the end of the month. Go Bucks. Ow. They sneak those in there, don't they, folks? You know, there's there's going to have to be a moratorium on Go Bucks, or at least Go Bucks without Super Chats in like that week before that game. Because I can respect you. Ohio State is a juggernaut. They are a death star of a college football team. I'm never going to tell you that they're not. They are fantastic at football, and it's going to be a fun game at the end of the month. We still have a few games to get through, though, uh, before we can be in that undefeated matchup that I think we're both hoping for, and uh, hopefully we get there. But then that week, mm, mm, I'm going to be a little bit more reticent with my go buxing. <sighs> Just Sarah, my 14-year-old wanted to have another argument of opinion this week. I disagreed and said, but reasonable minds can differ, right? She thought about it, agreed, and that's where it ended. Thank you. I defeated a teenage daughter or son. I This is not happening in Hogue House. I can promise you that. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic, Jess, Thera, Sarah. Thank you for the story. I love it. <laughs> Strive says, good morning, everyone. Peace, hearts. Love it. Good morning, Strive. My, my calendar says it's use your common sense day. Well, maybe your common sense is to love your lawyer. I don't know. I can't speak for everyone. I'm with you on end of year. I work in trust and estates and it's always a rush to get funds out before year end for tax reasons. Anything that has money moving around transaction wise, I it has always been somewhat flummoxing uh, as a as a lawyer, as a commercial lawyer to get to that end of the year, Christmas, New Year's, trying to get some time for family and things like that. And inevitably some deal or another is like, I'm sorry, I haven't talked to you in a week or uh, we thought this was off the table when we were going to move into quarter one, uh, but we need to get this done in the next three days. Uh, uh, please, please help. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm your counsel, so I, I, I will. I will. Xfiler06, but how many people regions have or know about horseshoes? Michigander do. Was going to laugh about the idea of that in headlines, but I just wikied that to learn that there is a National Horseshoe Pitchers Association, so... There you go. There you go. Well, we're going to talk about professional cornhole. It's going to be great. Kelly Dawson, good morning, everyone. Just wanted to say hi before I clock in for work. Mm, emoji. Mm. I hear that. Hi, Kelly. Hope you, hopefully you have a great uh, day at work. I almost said lawyer day. don't know that you're a lawyer. Uh, Mrs. Hoagloss says, my calendar says candy day. Common sense, candy, and loving lawyers. I think it all checks out. Clowns are creepy, says Drive. Some. I love Bozo. What can I say? Kelly Clancy says, I wanted to play that game so bad. What game? Hmm. The Buckets game. The Bozo Buckets game. That's what I bet. I did too. I watched Bozo on WGN. See? These are very topical and timely references that we're making that everybody can recognize. I'm taking this to TikTok, folks. We're going to do music videos where we just talk about Bozo the Clown. It's going to be fantastic. Fantastic. The grand prize game. That's what it was called. Kelly Marie. Thank you. Awesome. Loving the Brains Hat. New merch. Brains Hat is in the store. Store link is in the description. It is right there for the taking. Uh, yes. I uh, I thought I would wear a more casual hat. Clearly, this is a more casual hat than my Hoglock hat. So, obviously, it's casual Friday. Never mind that I always wear a variation of uh, virtual reality hoodies or sweaters. Uh, this is a casual because of the Brains Hat. Good morning from the school parking lot, says Mrs. Hoglaw. Good morning, Mrs. Hoglaw. You snuck out of the house. I didn't even I didn't even hear you guys leave. 
I remember we had a Bozo the Clown weighted inflatable punching bag kind of thing. Yeah, so did we. That's right. It had a weighted bottom and you'd kind of hit it and it would bounce backwards and then back up to you. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. I don't know when Bozo the Clown went off the air. Hogue will now go into bird head bob mode. I can do that. It's going to get a little distracting, I think. Uh, Hogue linked it in a community post yesterday, I think. I linked, certainly, co-counsel's video is in a community post yesterday, if that's what you're talking about. And then I don't know if I've linked anything else recently. Trying to do a couple of things with the channel. You guys can let me know in the comments, either in Hangouts and Headlines or in the videos themselves or the community posts, uh, whether you like or don't like something that I'm doing. We're going to do a few changes. We're probably going to be doing virtual legalities on Premiere for a couple of weeks uh, just to see if that changes any of the treatment of those videos on the algorithm. Uh, I've, I've got it on good authority that it might. Uh, so we're going to do that as an experiment. I'm also going to be trying to use community posts a little bit more uh, to talk to you all about various things that pop into my head. We'll see if that's useful or not. But certainly, certainly, certainly to backstop my awesome wife with her first video on YouTube, which if you haven't seen is awesome, is way better than my first video. And it is difficult. I can't even express how difficult it is, especially at the beginning, to go out here online with strangers and put yourself out there in some fashion, whether it's talking with people in Hangouts, whether it's actually making something crafty uh, like my wife did in her video. And I always want to support everyone, especially people I'm married to. It's a limited group, but especially those people. Uh, and I want to support everyone for putting their creativity out there. I think it makes the world a better place to have more people doing that. Uh, but it's scary, right? My wife has also had a close-up view of people on the internet being mean to me. I know it's hard to believe. Sometimes people on the internet are not super nice. And sometimes those not super nice people are directing their vitriol at me. I know it's hard to believe, but it's true. And she gets to see all of it. And still, she said, I want to do this thing. And so I am so, so proud of her. I'm so proud of how it turned out. I think that uh, it is just great. I'm obviously I'm obviously super enthused uh, for what my wife has achieved. Can't help it. She's my wife. <laughs> so I'll try not to just talk it up all the time, but I can't make any promises there. Uh, Drew Carey voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do prefer Rick in 1.75 or two times speed. I, if I could make that happen for you in real life, I would, but this is just the speed that I actually interact with. But hopefully two times speed is still fun. I just can't do it uh, at a time. Last day of a 16 day in a row work week. Can't wait for the weekend and lawyers and dragons. Fantastic. Everyday cowgirl. I am very hopeful. There will be a lawyers and dragons tomorrow. <laughs> there should be. Uh, we just need to lock down the time. So uh, don't worry about it not being there so much as just getting that time uh, done right. If you enjoy doing voices, you need to join Kurt and Rob for some readings with voices. Oh, yeah, I could do the uh, foghorn leghorn that Rob likes to do when he's reading Virginia briefs. He might do that for all of the Johnny Depp appeal, which is now ready to be read. Um, I can't uh, I can't do many other voices. I can't really do any voices, but I can do radio voice because uh, that's a lot of fun. Oh, people don't like when you do voices. Family doesn't like when I do voices. This is a normal reaction from family. That's unfortunate. Wonder if they'd mind when I say your intro along with you and all the same inflections. Does that count as doing a voice? <laughs> like, hello and welcome to a virtual legality. Yeah, that's fun. Lawyer math, counting. Hey. That week is very much no bucks, says Kelly C. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, we're not, uh, we're not going to be saying go bucks very often. Uh, in uh, in that particular week, any more than you're going to be saying go blue that particular week. It's fair. It's college football. We'll have fun. Hopefully nobody gets beat up after the game. Hogue will now have a scoreboard like a WW2 fighter plane of arguments won against teenage girls or teenage boys. Yeah, I, I can tell you that that placard is going to have that one line on it from that story. And that's it. <laughs> that's that's my victory. Uh, two lawyers plus children's of lawyers equal lots of argu arguing. Thankfully, co-counsel isn't a lawyer. I call her co-counsel because it's funny. Uh, but yeah, it's lots of arguing either way. It's, it's fun. You know, it's not that I want Michigan to lose, but it's the only game I still give any thought to. Oh, whatever. Go Bucks. It's fair enough, Midnight Win. It's fair enough. Hopefully, it will be a barn burner classic war of equals type game and... The good guys, whoever they might be to you, will win and make you happy. Every day for me is Love Your Architect Day. It's very cool. 
architect. It's a, it's a, that's a cool job. It's a job I see a lot in like sitcoms. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to headlines pretty soon. Oh, we got a super chat here. Olivia C., you can't tell us about Love Your Lawyer Day and not expect us to make it a thing. Crying laughing emoji. Always happy to hang and support local. Hi from Troy. Hey, waving. Hi, Troy. Local city here in Michigan, Southeast Michigan in particular. You can love your lawyer all you want. I don't know whether it's a thing or not. I would love the origins of it because all of those, when you get like the hashtags in Twitter or whatnot, they always sound to me like they're created by someone trying to create something. Um, but, but, hey, I'm a lawyer. I'm on YouTube. I accept love. It's all good. It's all good. Sherry says, Mrs. Seinfeld to Jerry, who could not like you? It's impossible. The internet. The internet's what the internet is. <laughs> uh, just Sarah, agree to disagree sounds so snide. Mm, yeah, it has come across a little bit passive aggressive at this point. Uh, and reasonable minds can differ. Like all phraseology, if it's used in that context enough, it could take on that patina as well. But it's just such a good notion. And it's very hard to disagree with conceptually. Other people can be human beings and come to a different conclusion than you. Just makes sense. Just makes sense. That was a pretty good imitation of Rob, though. I've watched some Rob. I've watched some Rob. And I suspect, I suspect you'll be hearing him do Virginian Lawyer on the Johnny Depp brief on Friday night. Frenzy? I almost said fights. I don't think that's right. Uh, Friday, uh, Friday night frenzy uh, tonight would be my guess. Um, and I might cover that brief today. I I personally think that it's pretty much exactly what you expect if you were following Depp be heard. Uh, but I do think a lot of my colleagues are likely to cover it today. Would be my guess. Christy says, I think the part I like best of Miss Hoglaw's video is when the craft doesn't go exactly how the idea in your head goes. That happens. But it turned out well at the end. Yeah, I think she did a great job of actually taking you through the process without doing the kind of like edit and now here's a pie uh, kind of concept. And that's that's one of the things I like about her um, in terms of the video. I like a lot of things about you if you're still listening from the parking lot, honey. Uh, but I think that video is, as always, doing something a little bit different than other people. And I think that's necessary. Got to be yourself. Got to do something a little bit different than from what others are doing. And I agree with you, Christy. I think it's cool to see her, her brain work on those crafts. Rusty Robot says, do we just need to dose Rick with sugar or caffeine for a real life two times speed hoax? I already get people commenting on how fast I talk uh, in the comments saying, you need to slow down, bud. You talk too fast. It's just the way I am. So the folks that are listening to me at 1.75 or two times, uh, I try to enunciate for. Uh, but otherwise, I think if I went faster, I'd get more and more of those comments. Darth Sarah says it's Friday night and I'm having a nice Pinot Grigio. After a super stressful week at work. I'm very sorry to hear that, North Sarah, but happily it's over. I just finished watching Mrs. Hogue's video. She has such a wonderful and cheerful voice, doesn't she? Very pleasant voice. And I loved the craft. I am so, so thankful that people seem to be digging it. Knoxville Buckeye. Having a heck of a year, Knoxville Buckeye, I have to say, right? The Vols are undefeated. The Buckeyes are undefeated. They're number one, number two. <sighs> Oh, to be Knoxville Buckeye. Let's see what they have to say. I'm just stressing about the possibility of having to choose between my employer, Tennessee, oh, the work at Tennessee, and my alma mater, OSU. Wouldn't that be a game for you? On the one hand, you can't lose. On the other hand, you can't win. College football, folks, get excited. <laughs> Seriously, though, Knoxville Buckeye, thank you so much for the support. And as I've said in other contexts on Twitter with you, I respect your team. I respect how good they are, or your teams in this particular instance, uh, but I still want to win that game. So we'll see how it goes. We will see how it goes. Hoagie forgot to mention the Lions and Packers playing each other this weekend. I honestly think it's a toss-up as to who will win. I don't think the Packers are playing great football. The Lions have stretches where they play great football, and then those are massively subsumed by the stretches in which they play nothing that looks at all like football. So I suspect the Packers will still find a way to win because that's how it works. Uh, but the Lions show flashes, which is maybe more frustrating than just the god-awful Lions team. But at least they look like they should win football games occasionally. Hmm? Rob did it on Wednesday in Trials of the Century. It was hilarious. He did his Foghorn Leghorn. Yep, he's good at that one. Live Grace. In 2001, the National Director of the American Lawyers Public Image Association. Is that a thing? Nader Anis, a legal marketer, established Love Your Lawyer Day to appreciate lawyers and all they do. So that checks out with exactly as I would have expected the nature of the Love Your Lawyer Day to be. 
a director of the American Lawyers Public Image Association. A, didn't know that was a thing. And B, seems a little on your nose. Love your lawyer day. A lot of my clients love me. A lot of my clients appreciate my work. And, you know, they, they pay me for that appreciation. I always feel a little bit bad when they say thank you and that kind of thing. It's like, well, you, we're exchanging money for, for services. Uh, and that was uh, that was especially early on in my career uh, where it's like, oh, that, that it really is a more personal, uh, more connected relationship, even on the business side than you would assume. Uh, and so you do get thank you notes. You do get invited to dinners and uh, first communions and things like that. And you're like, oh, that's 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 fantastic. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's always interesting. But is it a surprise to me that a PR person came up with it? It is not. Thank you for finding that out, Liv Grace. I really appreciate it. Mav, when my teen argues with me, I tell them, we'll just have to agree to disagree on how wrong you are. <laughs> uh, it's a little passive aggressive. Uh, I like it. It's it's also often very true. Very true. This particular phase of life, are uh, they, they they know everything and they, they don't like to be uh, they don't like to be argued with. Aussie says, I really enjoyed the haunted house video. That's uh, co-counsel's video. And the end result is really cute. Hearts around the face emoji. It really is. Pollyanna, reasonable minds includes the compliment of calling opponents reasonable even when you disagree. Absolutely. That's the point. <laughs> Agree to disagree doesn't include any compliment or acknowledge except that you disagree. I guess I suppose that's right. That's an excellent analysis, Pollyanna. Reasonable minds can differ is implicitly saying you are a reasonable mind that disagrees with me. And I can acknowledge your humanity. I do not have to attack the way that you argue, the way that you look, anything else about you. I can just say... I believe that conclusion is wrong. And if you really dive down and you've got somebody that's really into rational discourse, you say, let's examine our premises. Let's find the place where our disagreement stems from. And maybe we can have a conversation there. But very often it's like, no, this is a fundamental belief that I have or that you have. And you say, okay, well, we're not going to get past that. I'm not going to convince you of changing fundamental belief X. And so I can see how you got to your assumption or I can see how you got to your conclusion and you can see how I got to mine. And now let's go play a board game because we're both human beings. We're still friends. Hopefully the dream, the dream. Yes. All my dreams end with let's go play a board game just as a record. And I did say we we're going to get to the headlines, but all you guys are super chatting and having fun conversations. So we'll get there in a second. Mrs. Hoag's embrace of project evolution and scope creep was reassuring. <laughs> project management, hearts in your eyes emoji. And I'm very grateful for her wise counsel on my latest crafting project. Oh, I didn't know there's counsel going on. That's co-counsel for you. Uh, that is awesome, that, Sarah. That sounds uh, fantastic. I'm glad that you guys are communicating. Surprisingly, Mr. Hoag's channel is called Mrs. Hoag Law. No, Mrs. Hoag's channel is called Mrs. Hoag Law right now. We don't know what that channel is ultimately going to be called. But the problem that YouTube presents is that she likes to be Mrs. Hoag Law in the chat. And if you change the name of what you're doing for the channel, it apparently comes through on like your chat. And so that's a whole debate here at Hoag House as to what that should look like. What's the appropriate phrase when the other mind is not reasonable? Well, here's the thing, right? Reasonable minds can differ is also a precept that is supposed to at least start you with the premise that the other side is reasonable. And I think people really struggle with this, certainly when I talk about it on Twitter, um, like for Supreme Court decisions, right? Everybody on the Supreme Court, I know this is hard to believe, is a reasonable mind. They are reasoned. I hate what Chief Justice Roberts does, uh, but you can see why he does it. Uh, and you can look at that and say, I think you are wrong to do it that way, which is what I do quite often, while not immediately casting him into the monstrous villain, whatever you prefer to call him from Star Wars type view of the world. And people really have difficulty with that because they their response to me in some of these places is, uh, well, reasonable minds can differ is fair, but I'm not, this person isn't a reasonable mind and talking about whatever, whatever justice you don't like. And it's like, well, no, the point is they can come to these conclusions from a different perspective than you. And they can be conclusions that are wildly opposite to what you believe. And it is still important as a society and as a people and for argument and conversation to acknowledge that fact that you can come to the exact opposite conclusion of me and still be a human being and not just a monstrous foe that should be othered and exiled and in really bad cases have violence put upon them. That is the tricky thing. And that's one of the reasons that Reasonable Minds Can Differ exists on this channel is that that's what I was seeing on social media very often, especially when this channel started. 
And I realized that fundamentally my philosophy was very different from that. And I wanted to spread that. I wanted to share the overall concept that says this, my political opponent opposite of me entirely is still in all likelihood a person. Yes. I don't want to discount the fact that there are, you know, extremists on either side that you're never going to get through. And that's bad faith is usually how I will discuss that. That's not a reasoned position, but the vast bulk of people, even if they're on the opposite side of a line to you are reasoned and look to see to better the world in a different way from you. And if we can get through all that, it's going to be a better place. It's going to be a better place. A little haughty, a little hoity-toity for casual Friday. But that's what I truly believe. Absolutely. Can someone please share the link to Mrs. Hoag's channel? Tried searching her Twitter and her YouTube. Help an old lady, please. It is at the top of the last two either Hangouts or Virtual Legalities. If you go through the descriptions of the last couple of videos on my channel, I don't think I put it on the description to this video. Uh, but I'll find a way to link it better or maybe maybe I'll start a playlist that I just display on my channel of things that Mrs. Hoaglaw does. She will hate that. She'll hate it. She'll hate it. Uh, but maybe I will do that. Uh, that Sarah wanted to give a Friday morning shout out wave to my two fellow members of the Sarah, either with an A ending or an H ending squad, just Sarah and Darth Sarah. Celebration emoji, official name pending, <laughs> laughing emoji. We do have a lot of Sarahs. We are well represented in the Sarah contingent here on Hangouts and Headlines, and I love it. I love hanging out with you all, but we have to talk about some cornhole, right? So if you aren't familiar with cornhole, you ask me in this video, are they sponsored? Do they look like NASCAR? Look at this picture. This is a person throwing a beanbag, and they have at least seven sponsors on the front of their uniforms. I don't even know how many on the rest of their uniforms. Look at the sponsorship. Absolutely. Now, before we even get into any of this, I do want to make it clear what cornhole is, right? So we've got the Wikipedia entry here. Here you can see cornhole. I don't think professional cornhole. I, I believe this is amateur cornhole, but I don't know that for a fact. It says it's a, it's a cornhole tournament. This is held on the campus of MIT, according to Wikipedia. You can see here uh, the players are standing next to uh, one of the sides here. This appears to be a doubles uh, where you'd be diagonal from each other. They're supposed to be about 30 feet apart, give or take. And you take these beanbags and you try to throw them onto this board. And if you land it on the board, you get a point. And if you get it in the hole, you get three points. Not a tricky sport at all. In fact, this is a sport that's done at tailgates because you can do it. And you don't have to be completely sober to accomplish your goals with this thing. You're just throwing bags at holes. You want to see it a little bit more close. You can see a self-built cornhole board here. This is the, this is the whole game. Bean bags, holes, cornhole. And yet, somehow, this has been made into a professional endeavor. So with that in mind, just keeping that keep that in mind as we go through the Wall Street Journal analyzing a professional cornhole scandal. Professional cornhole has a cheating scandal called bag gate. And it's at this point where I have to say, I really hate a fixing gate to everything. It just doesn't work for me. Uh, but people really like it. So it'll just continue to be gate. Officials talk of new regulations to root out illegally sized bags. <gasps> Fans are reeling. The dirty underbelly is being exposed. Like I said, from a headlines perspective, we have to read this whole thing understanding that the tongue is firmly in the cheek over at the Wall Street Journal because it just simply is. All right. Perhaps the greatest controversy in the history of the sport of cornhole unfolded in August at the 2022 American Cornhole League World Championships in Rock Hill, South Carolina. I suppose I should have known that Cornhill, uh, Cornhole was uh, popular or at least known in the South just from the location of the League World Championships. The greatest controversy in the history of the sport of Cornhole was the number one ranked doubles team using illegal beanbags. I thought the bags were too thin, recalls Devin Harbaugh. I don't think there's any relation to my Harbaugh's at Michigan. But it is going to be funny for me to say Harbaugh a number of times in this article, for those of you that are inclined to laugh at Harbaugh's, who lodged a complaint against rivals Mark Richards and Philip Lopez. At stake, in case you think that this isn't professional, was a $15,000 prize. It's cornhole. <laughs> it's $15,000. I don't know what to say. In a game where, as the Wall Street Journal describes it, Players toss bags of resin beads into a small hole in slanted boards placed 27 feet apart. That's right. Beanbag toss. 
for 15 grand. Woo. And you can see even in that picture that I showed you from the Wall Street Journal, people are watching it. People are there with the cornhole world watching live on ESPN, which by the way, I say it incredulously because it's humorous to me, but is an important part of the story in my opinion. We'll get to why in just a second. Officials inspected the bags with the solemnity required for such a grave complaint. Then they huddled near sponsor banners for Johnsonville sausage products, probably brats, Johnsonville brats, and Bush's baked beans. That's right, brats and beans. Tailgate food. Who's going to sponsor cornhole? Tailgate food. Absolutely. This makes a lot of sense. Now, this link is amusing because you may have seen some of these stories on some of my colleagues' video channels, uh, but the Wall Street Journal actually links to a story about a number of cheating or cheating adjacent scandals that have gone around this past month. We saw Ian Runkle at Runkle of the Bailey talk about a fishing tournament where people were slicing open the fishes and putting weights in them so that they would be weighed more and hopefully win that tournament. There's poker accusations that you might recall from a whole scandal that I didn't even talk about here, but was on social media. Chess about whether somebody's getting like computerized information about chess and def defamation suits and all that. It's been a crazy month for ridiculous scandals, but I think none crazier than professional cornhole. It was true, the judges determined. The bags weren't regulation size. They're too small, color commentator Mark Pryor exclaimed to viewers. That's going to create some drama. I like to imagine this as if we're watching dodgeball uh, and you've got Jason Bateman on the side saying, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out for him. Drama? That's only the half of it. Look at this guy. This guy is enthused. I bet a beanbag went in a hole. This guy is very excited. This guy is also, I don't know, looking like awesome at his, at his beanbag tossing. I love it. ACL Pro. Hey, you guys, go find your bliss. You can go make money throwing beanbags at holes. I, I, I find it amusing when the Wall Street Journal covers you, but I'm not going to find it amusing that you're making a career out of it. Go nuts. <laughs> Messieurs Lopez and Richards asked officials to check their opponent's bags too. Turns out they weren't compliant either. <gasps> Bag gate. Nobody in the world championships is using official regulation beanbags. I honestly don't know how this sport can continue. I, I do love it though, right? The drama of sport there. They get called out. Go check their beanbags. The judges find them to be too small. They say, fine, go check their beanbags. The judges find them too small too. Anarchy. Anarchy. Casual Friday, folks. This now infamous incident is known to fans as Baggate. And it has sparked a frenzy in a game that started in the backyard, enjoyed between swigs of beer. Any game that you can really complete successfully while also not sober is perhaps a little bit questionable. Then again, bowling leagues have been around for a long time, and they've been on ESPN for a while. Uh, and I, I know a lot of people that can succeed uh, with at least a couple of sheets to the win uh, playing bowling. New regulations are brewing. Is that, a, is that a subtle segue from your swigs of beer reference? Don't know. And there is a talk of a crackdown to root out iffy bags. The evolving sport is proving it's never just fun in games when money is tossed in the mix. This is an important lesson, honestly. It really isn't ever fun in games once you have money on the line. Things get serious very, very quickly. We talk about that in the sport of law uh, and, and lawsuits, uh, but it is very clear that when you're tossing mean bags at holes, if there's $15,000 on the line, you can get super serious about it and justifiably so. I think it's funny that anyone believed it would all be friendships and rose petals forever in cornhole, wrote one commenter on the Addicted to Cornhole Facebook page. Wall Street Journal, what is your research pathway to get to this? <laughs> Which has 85,000 members. Now the dirty underbelly is being exposed. I got to believe the ask here is, is to the intern or even to the journalist themselves saying, all right, here's what we need. We need to find the most incredulous, incredible hyperbolization of what has happened here uh, that we can find. And you came out to the Facebook page and you got now the dirty underbelly is being exposed. <laughs> look at this. Very into this. I look, look at that watch. My goodness. Cornhole is growing quickly, says the Wall Street Journal, with big name sponsors and serious athletes. Question mark. The ACL boasts about 155,000 members, up from 125,000 last year. The total number of events tops 22,000 from about 14,000 last year. That's a big bump in events. 
top ACL players can make up to $250,000 a year from winnings, endorsements, and sponsorship deals. Now, I would love to get the receipts on that. Certainly, it would seem endorsements and sponsorship deals. I'm not entirely clear how those are different in this context, by the way. If you're endorsing something, you're you're sponsored by that. Either way, $250,000 a year is nothing to sneeze at for throwing beanbags at holes. Since a lighter, thinner bag could provide an advantage, some players are boiling bags or washing them with vinegar to try to make them more pliable and slick which is funny because every time I've ever played cornhole, I needed to stop on the board. My, my problem is that they tend to go whizzing off. I don't want them to be slick, but hey, your bags may differ. Others are bringing out the sandpaper, hammers, and rubber mallets. You have the average players that try everything to make the bag do different things, says Nate Voyer, a cornhole professional who prefers to wash his bag with a little fabric softener and let it air dry. Now, what's amusing here from a sports perspective is that it's clear from this kind of context that you bring your own bags to the party And that's always going to have these kinds of problems. Always. He knows a player who lays plywood over his bag and drives a car over it. That crosses into a gray area in Mr. Voyer's view because it could crush the resin beads into smaller pieces. You're driving a car over it. So yeah, cornhole pros are generally good people, he adds. But all it takes is one bad apple. It's true. Cornhole bags, according to ACL regulations, must be six by six inches when laid flat and weighs 16 ounces with slight specified variations tolerated. So it's a weight and a kind of spread, and that's it. Now, here's where the money really hits the fan. After a one-hour delay, officials at the World Championships decided no intentional violations had taken place. Understand, they're dealing with the wrong-sized equipment at this point. Generally speaking, that's not an intentional kind of crime for the world of sport. And they con- and opted to continue the contest. Was there cheating? It's possible, but I'm pretty confident that it wasn't intentional, says ACL spokesman Trey Ryder. Now, if this weren't just being done as a tongue-in-cheek article, this is where you would take a segue to note that it's being broadcast on ESPN. And if you stop your performance for a license that you've already sold to a major network, you're going to have major problems in terms of finances, Um, whether that's the pool or otherwise. You're going to have to stop the broadcast that you have promised to your partners on this. So in this case... Yeah, okay, maybe it's unintentional. Maybe it's completely intentional. The business decision that you make if you're running the league is, uh, it's fine. We'll worry about it later. Right? Yeah? Yeah. They were always going to continue once both teams were found to be violating. There's no question in my mind. It absolutely wasn't cheating, the players say. Mr. Harbaugh says he doesn't know how his team's bags shrunk below the legal limit. It's always a problem. You never know when your bags are going to shrink. Honestly, it could be anything, he says. Definitely unintentional. On the other side, Mr. Lopez says, I don't know how they became illegal sized. We did not boil the bags. And I love this quote, right? And presumably somebody asked this first and that was what he was responding to. But I really prefer to envision this again, like dodgeball as, uh, was there any problem with your bags? I don't know how they became illegal. We didn't boil them. We definitely didn't boil them. There was no boiling. Well, gee, Mr. Lopez, I didn't even mention boiling. We did not boil those bags. We did not boil those bags. I'm not a crook. Uh, it's just it's just funny the way that this quote comes out in the article. The ACL is now, I almost said ACLU. That's a different organization. <laughs> the ACL is now introducing more structure into the sport. We've really had to crack down to make sure that all these bags are to spec, says Mr. Ryder. Internally, we've had to invest more into our compliance. He says the ACL upped the rigor of testing for the types of bags that will be allowed in 2023 and rejected more bags than ever for this coming season. It's an illegal, illegal bag. Get that out of here. The organization also plans random bag, che- bag checks at tournaments. Honestly, if you've attended any sporting event, you probably have random bag checks and is exploring infrastructure for automated bag testing. Robots. Honestly, with the actual specs that are put forth in the Wall Street Journal article, I'm not sure it's not uh, stretch it out so that it can fit in this box and we weigh it and you're done. If those are the only rules, but I don't know, you've got people driving over it with cars and smaller resin beads or what have you. We believe we're taking a major step. The ACA says it expects to release new team rules. That's the American Cornhole Association, calling itself the original and official governing body of cornhole for the game by the end of the year. You're going to see some big shifts and movements in the infrastructure of the sport. This is when sports evolve. 
Cornhole Professional Jay Corley from Virginia says the sport's rapid growth points to one thing. I think we're going to have to have to go to having a referee just like any other sport. You don't have refs? You had to have somebody judging the size of your bags, right? Mr. Corley, once an amateur, this is why I think Rob might well cover this on Friday Night Frenzy tonight, now competes around his job in licensing at the Virginia Department of Health. He studies the philosophies of fellow athletes Michael Jordan and Derek Jeter and no longer drinks when he plays. It's good. You have a Virginia government official saying, I've looked at what Michael Jordan did, and I've watched The Last Stand five times. Uh, Last Dance, apologies. And I don't believe he has ever shown himself to be drunk on the floor of a basketball court. I want to take care of my body as a professional athlete. More power to you, man. At this point, based on those numbers, you're probably making more than me and anybody in the chat. So if you're throwing a beanbag at a hole, you go nuts. But I'm glad to see you're not going to be doing it drunk anymore. Mr. Voyer, another professional, left a school administrator job to teach in Stockton, California, which gives him time to play the pro tour all summer, where he is sponsored by a local Mercedes dealer. Hey, are you looking to buy a Mercedes? Check out Mr. Voyer, our local professional cornhole player. Mr. Voyer, what do you like to drive? Mercedes, sir. You're darn right. Come on down, buy a Mercedes and play cornhole with Mr. Voyer. Now I get money to play a backyard game, he says. Are you kidding me? Honestly, like I said, Wall Street Journal article, clearly tongue-in-cheek, clearly making fun of a little bit about this, but this is the God's honest truth at the end here. Hey, you're playing a backyard game. You're making money. More power to you. Find your bliss. Absolutely. If people are willing to watch it, if people are willing to watch you throw a beanbag at a hole and could potentially get paid $250,000 to do it, you did it. You broke life. You solved it. Cheat code, my man. I'm, I'm not going to get upset at that. So, folks, casual Friday, what do you all have to say about these bags? You ever suffered from deflated bags, underinflated bags, the wrong size bags? Is this a bag gate? Is this an overwrought bag-based scandal? How do you feel about cornhole, professional cornholers, and the game itself? I'm interested in your thoughts. We've got some super chats we're going to go through first, but let me know in the chat. Britt Cormier says, all of the justices of SCOTUS are reasonable people, may be true now, but I did not give Breyer that benefit. His questions were outrageous. Superstar indecisis. You can disagree with the way that they come at things. And in fact, I, th I would say a number of Supreme Court justices have what I would call motivated reasoning, where you can see them kind of working backwards to what they want to have as their finish line. Uh, and I think you can absolutely call that out. But they're not broken people. They're not monsters. And I think that's an important kind of step to take because we're in a period in our time where it's very easy for folks to essentially declare somebody that disagrees with them on one of these concepts as a monster. Uh, and I think that's that's problematic. Uh, and so I will continue to espouse that. I don't have any problem with anybody disagreeing with. I, you've heard me criticize Roberts every single time I talk about the Supreme Court, right? I Clearly, he's my least favorite uh, Supreme Court justice. I think he might be the worst chief justice in the history of the American Republic. Uh, and yet, I still think that he isn't a monster. He just wildly disagrees with me on philosophy of law, what his job is, et cetera, et cetera. But I hear you. I can certainly understand disagreeing with any given justice on a very, very heightened basis. George says, how about listing your channel in your featured channels list on YouTube? Definitely. It will definitely be added there. I think I only have a couple on that list. I will definitely add that, George. Excellent idea. Britt, we could be in worse spot for naming things. What if the Watergate Hotel was called the Waterhole or Watercolor or Waterworks or Waterfront? Just saying gate at least uses less letters. Yeah, it does. Yeah, if we had to add hole to everything, we'd get into real problems very quickly. I don't want to talk about bag hole. Mm -mm. Or even bag color or bag works. So yeah, gate works, I think, because it mostly doesn't mean anything. Um, and so it now means scandal. But yeah, it could be worse, Britt. I always like to have that sentiment. It is true. Thank you so much for the super chat. Nicholas says, I bet Adam Sandler could make a movie out of this. I bet he could. I bet I bet he could. Netflix is already signing the rights. Let's talk about Bag Gate. Let's have a, a cornhole scandal loosely based on real life events. Cornhole the movie. 100%. We should write that up. We should uh, we should spec script that and uh, and sell it to Hollywood. It'd be fantastic. It'd be our contribution to culture. Uh, chess invite invi. the one thing I've learned and appreciated the most from the channel is how to reasonably disagree with others and not respond to schoolyard taunts. Fantastic. 
That is the dream. Absolutely. And as I said before, earlier this month, I got to see, or earlier last month, since it's now November, I got to see a lot of people that follow the channel that are in these, this community react very well to some very harsh statements online. And I was so, so proud of all of you uh, that it was really fun to see that reasonable minds can differ, can be that ethos, even in, you know, freaking Twitter, <laughs> which I often describe as a hellscape. And it is. Uh, but to see that uh, lightened my heart a lot. So definitely, that's very nice of you to say, Chess. Uh, and I will continue to espouse that here uh, and elsewhere as much as I possibly can. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That Sarah, take my, is that, is that dollars with wings for dunking on justice Roberts again? High five. <laughs> you know what that Sarah, I actually forgot uh, that that was a conversation that we had had earlier. I, it's the truth. It is the truth. Uh, I can't even with this story says just Sarah. I watched both EDB streams yesterday. Did you should do a second stream yesterday? Okay. I have to remember which chat I'm in. <laughs> For whether or not you can use the cursey words, that's fair. That's fair. We have a very similar sensibility for running our communities. Uh, we just have a different vote on uh, on the cursey words. That is a-okay. The bags were too small, but what if the hole was too big? We didn't get any measurements of the holes. <laughs> we do have Carrie with the Beavis and Butthead snicker. Yep, absolutely. That is what that is what so many people have linked to me already just from covering the story, which I am very amused by. Stephanie says, yeah, EDB had two streams yesterday. I honestly didn't know that. Uh, so there you go. She sneaks off and does a stream. Uh, I stopped taking people too seriously online once I realized, started to realize they are probably taking a deuce while typing. I, I will say toilet tweets are a thing. Secret McSquirrel says, hey, you watching. Yes, you. Hit that like, please. Well, thank you, Secret McSquirrel. Please do hit the likes, people. I really appreciate it. We got more than 500 people listening to me talk about cornhole this morning. Excellent. Uh, people talking about EDB, which is which is absolutely fine with me. I could not recommend a channel more. Just got off with her two live streams this morning. If I get confused with uh, Law Talk with Mike chats and Hangouts and Headlines. <laughs> uh, oh, she said instead of a Tuesday video because she's traveling. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Laura says, just now popping in, going back to the beginning. Hurrah for Replay Crew. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great day, everyone. Indeed. You. And bring your own bags. Now, bring your own holes. Bring the whole setup. We're a professional league, but we need you to bring the entire component infrastructure of this sport. I don't know. The sponsors are just going to flee. Nobody will be selling Mercedes to anybody. Where will we get our brats? Where will we get our beans? I won't even know which beans or brats to buy. <sighs> professional cornhole, folks. I love it. I love it. Wade Watts asks, have you ever played Insane Monopoly or Ultimate Monopoly? It's on Tabletop Simulator and it's a lot of chaos and would be make fun would and fun would make a great stream. I have not. I'll be frank, most people won't play Monopoly with me in my house. A Tabletop Simulator might be the way to go. Uh, I have an unfortunately long streak of winning at Monopoly, but that's because in the middle of the game we do negotiations and kind of value analysis and projection. It's kind of my it's kind of my job. <laughs> So nobody will play Monopoly with me, but I'm going to set up a board game uh, this afternoon, hopefully. Uh, we just got the Everdell Complete Edition. I'm very excited about that. If you've played Everdell, it's a fun little game. Got forest critters, a big wooden tree, uh, all sorts of things I'm excited to introduce to my uh, to my family. And, and the Complete Edition might be the biggest, heaviest board game I have ever bought. I think it's six expansions packed in with the board game. I'm really excited to play that with them. Co-counsel says I have questionable monopoly strategy. I freely offer deals to the players that play with me and they sound delicious to them. And if you add enough variables, you can do pretty well. Lobster 11 says, Hogla is that guy in monopoly. I am. I am. I am. It's very funny. My father-in-law got very mad at me because I don't have a different speed to play monopoly at. And so uh, I was uh, I was winning the game and he tried to give all of his assets and all of the assets of my other daughter to one person so that they could play. Uh, and uh, I did. I, I did still win that game. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, it's important to know how to play board games. It's it's cheating, but it should be. You mean it's not cheating. I do not cheat at Monopoly. 
<laughs> You're getting into a whole house fight here, folks. <laughs> I did not ruin Monopoly. I just beat my daughters at Monopoly. And what are you going to do? Uh, I agree entirely here. If someone's going to put a bag in the cornhole, they better have a regulation size sack. That's just the truth. That is just the truth. Do you play real board games? I do. I play a ton of them. Uh, Co-counsel will tell you that we have an unfortunate furniture problem because I could basically build all of my furniture out of board games. And then they just keep coming in the mail because I will have kickstarted or supported or crowdfunded a game years ago. And we get this. We got the Everdell Complete Edition yesterday, which I'm really pumped about playing. We get it yesterday and co-counsel comes in and says, did you order anything recently? I was like, no, there's nothing for me. Uh, and uh, and then she opens this box and said, oh, my God, I thought that money was stolen, to be frank. I didn't think that game was ever coming. So sorry about that. How many more do I have? There's probably four or five in various states of, of on their way in, in the coming years. Y'all, another board game arrived yesterday. It's a problem. They make me happy. It's good family time. <laughs> Soccer tournaments provide the balls. If they are elite tournaments, why are their competitors bringing their own bags? It's the truth. You should have regulation bags or you're going to have this bag gate problem every single time. I wonder if he has the Trogdor game. I do not. Trogdor the Burninator? There's a reference for you. Uh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. All right, folks. Oh, it's been fun. I love casual Fridays. I am going to go circle with the Lawyers and Dragons crew and get a placard up, uh, get a time up. I expect it to be a few hours after the normal 10 a.m. start. Uh, for Lawyers and Dragons, but I do expect there to be an episode. Other thing I wanted to inform you of is as of right now, I believe Ian Runkle is still planning to do his charity stream from midnight mountain time to midnight mountain time on Saturday, November 5th, supporting, I believe it's Extra Life and and Sick Kids. Highly recommend it. I will definitely be popping my head in there uh, to, tomorrow. Yeah, it's Friday today. Uh, tomorrow uh, to go uh, help make uh, some money for those kids. And hopefully you can join us there. If there's a stream... We got a lot of variables in play, folks, between conflicts and COVID and everything else. But I think there's going to be a stream on Runkle of the Bailey. I think there's going to be a Lawyers and Dragons. Uh, and I hope that you join us for those because they're going to be fun. And I love having fun. As Secret McSquirrel says, do like, subscribe, do those youtube -y things, as my friends Emily and Alita say on their videos. Every little bit helps because the algorithm is a fickle beast. Uh, and if you can tell it that you liked this, that other people would also like it. YouTube treats my channel kinder, and I very much appreciate that. To everybody supporting this, everybody that's been in Hangouts and Headlines all week, I'm glad that we could finish off not with an education or an opioid conversation, but with a very important conversation about the status of professional cornhole. And I will see you on the next episode of wherever you find me here on the internet. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody.